Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Since 2014, more than 500 million people have been inspired by the positive news and uplifting content of the Inspire More website and daily newsletter. Through the power of this positive content and the vast reach of the Inspire More community, they've donated more than $100,000 to charities in the last four years. Founder and CEO Robert Neely joins me to talk about the little idea that's making a big difference. I just want to start, Robert, by asking you, when did you get to the point where you felt like, man, we could use some good news? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So I had just finished a master's degree in leadership and ethics, and this was back in 2013. And so we studied a lot about what drives people, why do people do what they do? Um, And I was just very compelled by this idea of how worldviews are formed. You know, how do people develop the lenses through which they see the world? And um, once I finished that, I was looking at kind of the state of media. And this was in the summer of 2013 and was honestly just discouraged by what I found. And this was kind of on the early end of studies starting to be released about how, you know, social media was depressing people and how a constant barrage of news could actually affect your worldview and your mentality. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really then, I think it was kind of the the early wave of realization that's only increased. And, you know, it probably was around even 10 to 15, 20 years before that. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just interesting because I personally think that worldviews are developed through, uh, a mixture of either faith, family, friends, or media. And so media is, you know, definitely a big one of those four. Isn't that crazy that faith, family, friends, so that that's all things that are close to you that you, that you can truly interact with back and forth and then media. And that's just like a fire hose coming at you. Like there's no give and take on that. It's just boom, right at you. Right. Exactly. Oof. Yeah. Oof. And it's so interesting because, you know, you can have so many different, mixtures each individual person they could have you know a zero out of 10 on one of those or a 10 out of 10 on one of those as far as you know solid foundation Mm -hmm. and so it just ends up with these really interesting mixes but I think media is so interesting because it tells you what is the state of the world and where do I fit into that world and where where am I valued within that range and you know you have to know how to assess that (laughs) and it's just it gets complicated. Right. Like find the truth within that because maybe there's a kernel of truth, but there's a lot of, a lot of media that says, you know, we're not doing it right. We don't look right. We don't whatever. Right. Um, exactly. But inspire more as a website and as a newsletter, um, you know, and the content you're putting out there seems to take that head on. Can you kind of talk about, um, Talk about that and, and why, like, how did you decide, like, I could, I could absolutely take this, you know, bad news. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so really, yeah. One of the Genesis stories was, uh, have, have you ever heard of that? The team Hoyt video, it's where the father pushes his son through the triathlon in Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. You can explain it for people, but yes. Yeah. So basically it's a, it's a father and son named Dick and Rick Hoyt and, uh, the father, his, his son is handicapped and he can't run or uh, really do much. And so he says to his dad, dad, I feel alive when I'm running with you. And so 
he goes on to um, basically push and pull his son through a full triathlon, uh, Ironman triathlon in Hawaii. So when they're swimming, he has a raft behind him and he's pulling his son on the raft. When they're running, he's, you know, on the bike with him, uh, I think in a little carrier behind and then running, he's pushing him in a basically adult stroller. And it's just one of the most moving videos you'll ever see. And so I saw that and it just radically changed my perception of what love is and how deep it can be and how much one person can sacrificially love another person. Um, you know, it really raised the bar and opened my perspective. And so that is, you know, in essence, what we try to do with inspire more. I believe our two core products are hope and perspective. And so we basically report on all of the good in the world. So that could be news stories or videos or lists or information or even things from history, you know, spanning from health, innovation, adventure, travel, parenting, heroes, uh, solution news, you know, reporting on the hurricane is happening right now, Hurricane Dorian. So what are the good things that are happening with that? How are people rallying? Um, there's cause there is so much good in the world to report on and traditional media tends to focus on negative, you know, here are the, the disasters and here are the bad things that are happening. Um, and we just aim to really be the alternative to that, to be the alternative and leaders in good news and uplifting media. So what's the response you're getting from people? Are they, are they coming? Because, it, you know, if, they, if you build it, they will come. But <laughs> there have been other places. There was a, uh, an online news bureau in Russia, I believe it was, that went to all good news. Um, and their, their readership dropped off something like 70% or something ridiculous. So people basically were saying, we don't want good news. We want real news. Um, or I shouldn't say real news. We want we want the bad news. <laughs> so right, right. What, what's been the reaction you've seen from people? Yeah. So, um, we, yeah, we're definitely growing. So we have 6 million social fans and then we're approaching 500,000 email subscribers. And our goal is to reach a million by the end of the year. Robert, that's um, crazy. Like, stop. Have you ever stopped and thought to yourself, what have I just done? Like, what have I created? Yeah, no. It's exciting. It's, it's a blessing for sure. And it's just, it's just sweet because, um, we have a really dedicated, incredible team that they just, they care. You know, I think our core differentiator is we really care about our audience and we really care about reporting on all the good things that happen in the world. And so, um, yeah, the feedback is fantastic. Our kind of our prime product right now is our daily newsletter. It's called the morning smile it's an email newsletter and the feedback we get from it is incredible. You know, we have people on a daily basis, lots of people emailing us saying, this is my favorite way to start my day. <laughs> like one of my, one of my favorite all time is someone messaged us and they said, uh, the way I start my day is I, I get up, I make my cup of coffee, I read the news and then I feel like I need to take a shower because I'm so depressed <laughs> and then I read inspire more and then I feel good and I'm ready to go. And so that in essence is what we're providing for people. And so the feedback has been incredible and it's just really meaningful to get to, you know, provide a little spark of hope and perspective at the start of someone's day. Well, I'll tell you, I, I subscribe to two daily newsletters and one of them is a news outlet, like a hard news outlet telling you, you know, Dorian's going to hit here or whatever is going to happen there. And, and then the other one, I 
um, subscribe to is the morning smile. And I, awesome. yeah, I do love it. I just love knowing that there is a flip side to what we're seeing out there and it's always relevant and it's always something fresh and interesting. And like you say, uplifting. So yeah, you're providing a great service, but along, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, well, along with that though, you're giving back, you've got this really unique model for, raising money and giving money, which is confusing because the newsletter's free. Mm-hmm. So how are you, yeah, how are you raising money to give money? Because you've given what, a hundred thousand dollars away or something? Yeah. Past- so we've given, uh, so over the course of the last five years, we've given $125,000. And so, um, our revenue models through advertising. So, um, essentially we partner with uplifting brands, um, or brands that want to be more uplifting and that's how we make our money. They will advertise to our audience, uh, whether that's on our website um, or in our newsletter. And uh, then we, every month, support a different nonprofit. And so the, these are um, from around the country, and they basically do a mix of inspiring things. And so we will feature one every month, and we will create a marketing video for them and distribute it and try to drive exposure for them. And then we'll give a portion of our advertising revenue to them. Um, and so, you know, for us, kind of our, our mission is we want to inspire people, but we want them to really think about, you know, how do I live for more? You know, how can I live a more fulfilled life? Mm-hmm. And what do I actually do about that? And so for us, supporting a cause is kind of our way of, you know, leading out in that of here's an actual tangible tactical, real thing that we can do to create an impact in the world. And we want to encourage that in our audience, uh, you know, be inspired and then go do something about it. Basically, even if it's tiny, you know, even if it's just, I'm going to wake up five minutes earlier to spend time to think about the day and how I can do good, mm-hmm. you know, little things like that. You know, if, if, if people do that at scale, think about what can happen to a culture of a town or of a city or of a state or of a country, you know, it's, it's pretty compelling. It is, it is compelling. And I, I, I really dig the fact that, you know, people get sick of hearing about money, 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 you know, but you are not only giving, um, a a portion of the money back through the advertisements and things like that, or from that you get from advertising, but also you're showing people how to give back, um, I guess what feels like the untangible and untangible, which is your platform. You know what? You reach a lot of people. Right. So for a nonprofit to get to be seen through you, even if you never gave them a dime, like you're giving something massive away there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And I think, I think, like I said, hope and perspective when you, when you can hear about something that really resonates with you, even if that's, you know, a story about a, a girl on the side of the street who pulled over to help someone who was having a heart attack when she shouldn't have done that. I mean, little things like that, that can change how you view the opportunities around you to live for more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hearing about a nonprofit that does something really compelling or a story or something from history, you know, that's where little things can blossom into huge things. Like one of our favorite quotes as a company, it's from Margaret Mead, the anthropologist. And she said, Never doubt that a small group of dedicated people can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. You know, Amen. point being, a little seed of inspiration can then germinate and grow 
and it can really change someone and what they do. And then it can change a group of people. And that's how huge movements start, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just loving the idea. And I keep thinking about the idea that, you know, when a person goes to your website, reads a story, when a person, um, reads something from the morning smile, uh, email or, or whatever it is, you know, not everybody is going to say, yeah, I would pull over my car and I would help someone who's having a hard time. Or I would mm-hmm. do this, but, but it seems to me that it shifts the, the formulation of our brain a little bit so that we might not ever think we would have it in us to do this thing, but then we notice like, oh, I, I'll hold that door open for that person, you know, or I'll, I'll just right. smile at that person. Do you right. find that you exactly. have changed in your kind of brain formulation since the beginning of all this? Have I? Yeah. Yes, definitely. I mean, I think just, just learning about the ways, I mean, I I think it all comes back to love, right? Mm -hmm. Loving others really well. You know, that's the essence of hope and perspective at the end of the day. And so when you hear stories, you begin to think about, you know, how can I, continually do more in a sense that really matters. Like just the other day, I was yesterday, I was meeting with a guy and he told me a story about how he, he was walking in a state fair somewhere and a guy said, Hey, I really like your shirt. And he said, do you want it? And the guy said, what do you mean? He said, do you want my shirt? And the guy said, sure, I'd love it. And so this person took off his shirt from his back and gave it to that person right there. And you know, you might, if you just think about that, you might think, oh, that's weird. I shouldn't do that. That's not good. But when you hear that someone else has done it, then it gives you the idea of, hey, maybe I should do that. And so little things like that have really impacted me of, okay, how do I give more effectively? How do I do more? How do I love more effectively? So yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, it, it's been an amazing journey for me personally, because <laughs> I definitely always can continue to grow. I have actually had someone give me the shirt off their back. Um, it was uh, it was at a conference. <laughs> That's awesome. I know, right? You do, you think I was like this is a once in a lifetime thing, and then you say this, and I'm like, oh, I remember that guy. We were at a conference, and he had a red "Be Kind" shirt on, and I said, I just love that. And he didn't pull it off right on the spot, thank goodness, because I might have freaked out. But he did come back to the conference the next day and give me the shirt all folded up, and and he said, I want you to have this, and I just thought that was like wow like the coolest thing um yeah it's amazing and you turned a shirt that was great into a shirt that's fantastic you know that has love and meaning behind it and i think there's opportunities to do that hundreds of times a day you know it's just a matter of are you trained and ready and excited and is your heart in the right position to do things like that and I think we all just need constant inspiration to even come close to that standard, you know? Yeah. Yep. So you have, if I read this right, you have a wife and you have twin daughters. Is that right? Uh, so uh, twins, a boy and a girl. Oh, a boy um, and a girl. They're 10, month, 10 months old. <laughs> Names are Grace, uh, Grace and Brewer. And they are hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> okay, 10 months old. I'm really sorry because... Um, my husband and I joke that, you know, nobody sleeps until they're about, well, we didn't have twins even, but nobody sleeps until they're 18. So, um, <laughs> and, and then you still don't sleep, but 10 months is a, is a lot. 
how has that changed seeing their little faces um, and knowing that they are a part of this world now? How has that changed um, how you bring kindness into your home? Oh, man. Yeah, thanks for asking that. It is just the greatest joy and privilege. Um, it's it's really funny. They are completely, I mean, you know, they're 10 months old, so they can only do so much, but they're completely different people. Brewer is a little crazy man, and Grace is a very intentional, focused, sweet girl. Um, but, no, it's we, we just want to, it definitely ups your game, your capacity, and then uh, the stakes as well. So, I think when I come home, I, you know, I really care about my work, but I have to turn that side of my brain off. And I've tried to get into the practice of when I drive past a certain landmark on my way home, then my work brain is off and my home and family brain is on and just really focusing of, okay, how have the kids been today? How can I come into the house now? How can I bring joy? How can I support my wife, Adair? Um, what's, what can I do? And, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, who, who knows what's in store, you know, we're 10 months in and it's only <laughs> going to get crazier, but we definitely just want to not waste time and we want to raise them well and raise them to, you know, put kind of one of our family mottos is I'm third and it's God first, other second, and I'm third. And we, that's important for us to raise them in that way. Mm, that's beautiful. You, you absolutely answered the question that was um, on my mind, which is that, as a person who lives in the world of kindness as their business, as their work, I mean, it is, it is your everything, right? It's inspiring is your everything. And I feel like there are many other people out there who um, want to make kindness their everything, but then they walk into their home and, you know, I'll have people say to me, you know, Nick, I just, how can I be kind to the ones that I love the most? Cause they're getting the, the least of me. They're getting the worst of me. And mm-hmm. so your suggestion was to, to even find a landmark between work and home, look at it and know that your brain is shut off from work. How do you do that when you get emails or calls or whatever? Oh yeah. I think, I think like setting plans in place is really good. So just intentionally saying my focus for the next hour is to, to be with family and to not check email. Um, my wife and I take Sundays very seriously of just being a day of rest. And so we will do zero work and just focus on our marriage and our family. Um, so I think it's, you know, how do you, the way we've done it is we schedule our week out beforehand. And so we know what we're doing at night and we know, okay, Thursday night is our date night. And so we have that set aside. So we're proactive about it. I think one of the biggest destroyers of the ability to love and care is being reactive Mm -hmm. and just getting kind of thrown with the wind as life comes at you. Mm -hmm. But if you have a plan, then you can be proactive and you can set aside those times to do the things that you want to do and even to have the attitude you want to have. Otherwise, if you don't do that, you could, you know, get lost in the Netflix binge and Mm -hmm. blink your eyes and it's been four hours and then you haven't done anything. And then you blink your eyes and you know, five years has gone by. So. Right, right. Well, I'll tell you what, listeners out there, if you do one thing for yourself or for a friend, yeah, do two things. How about this, Robert? Let's challenge people to do two things. Number one, 
go to inspiremore.com and subscribe to their daily email. Just do that. I've never asked anybody on this podcast to just really do that, but please, please do that. And then send a text or an email or something to someone you know and ask them to subscribe. And I am, I'm certainly not doing that to, to build up Robert's bottom line. He's doing fine without me <laughs> and our little kindness <laughs> podcast here. But because I love you, I, I want you listeners to, to feel what I feel when I open that email. And so I hope that you'll all do that. And Robert, thank you for what you're doing in this world. And thank you for talking with me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. What a pleasure. I enjoyed it. That was a conversation with Robert Neely, founder and CEO of Inspire More. Get your daily dose of good news at inspiremore.com. And while you're on the website, be sure to sign up for their free daily newsletter. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section. Thank you.